You're now listening to Movie Night with your hosts, Dwayne Perkins and T.K. Kelly. Welcome to the Movie Night Podcast. I am T.K. Kelly, joined as always by my hilarious co-host, Mr. Dwayne Perkins. Each and every week we watch a movie along with a special guest, and then we talk about it to you guys. That's it. That's all. Pretty basic stuff. Uh, this week we have a very special guest, a guy I've known for quite a long time, actually. He's a, an L.A. OG. He's, he's, <laughs> he's just, he gets mad props uh, in these parts. Uh, he's he's created, one of the creators of the Axis of Evil comedy tour, um, was on Sullivan and Sons, Wild West comedy, uh, that mm-hmm. movie, and um, <clears throat> also brought me personally to Dubai a few times, and you've seen him in Iron Man, uh, the hilarious Ahmed Ahmed. Thanks, guys. What's up, man? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. A, Thanks for being here. Oh, man, this is fun. Yeah, yeah. we went to Dubai together. Absolutely. Or no, yeah. we didn't go together. I sent you there. Yeah. This is just I, vacation. I, I was like, <laughs> send them to Dubai. Right, right. <laughs> bring him back alive. And uh, <laughs> now that we have you here, I mean, I want to talk about what's going on currently, but there was a whole thing of you. Could you not go to Dubai? Is that a thing? Can we talk about that? Or Thanks, Dwayne. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That it just really, came up. But that I really talk tickles. About- <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, I, I, so I had gone to the Middle East um, several times in like 2005 for corporate events. And I, uh-huh. and I found this really cool, hip, like sexy, cosmopolitan audience there between the age of like 21 and 40 who were English speaking, right. but from all over the Middle East, from Lebanon, from Kuwait, from you know, of course, Dubai, Egypt, and then on the sort of expat crowd, you know, right, from like right. Australia and British and, you know, South Africans. And they were all living in Dubai. And I was doing some events and I would come back to the comedy clubs and after a month and they'd say, what were you doing in, in the Middle East? And I was like, oh, you know, I was doing comedy shows. And people were like, uh, which military base? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, they weren't for, you know, the troops. They were for Arabs. And they're like, Pfft the fuck out of here <laughs> i'm like no seriously we did shows for arabs they're like in english i'm like yeah and i'm like can they get it i'm like yeah they breathe too dude. Right, who's right. asking these questions <laughs> comics <laughs> they really we're, just want to know who the book is ignorant bunch. <laughs> yeah well, no, comics just want to know who books, books that? Yeah, yeah. no because yeah, yeah who books that well no because because uh, a lot of comics like they wouldn't go at first they they had to right. hear it from other comedians you know other american comedians yeah, I, yeah. My, I wasn't validation enough and i grew up in fucking riverside you know? <laughs> <laughs> assholes so i'm like uh, so like you know and one of my comedian friends i was like come on man you know we're doing a thing in egypt you know i'd like to book you and he's like no man i was watching the news they're protesting and i was like it's tuesday (laughs) that's that's what they do in egypt on tuesdays they protest (laughs) so so some comics were reluctant but then i was able to bring guys like yourself and sebastian maniscalco i made a documentary about it called just like us there's a website just like us the movie.com it was uh, tommy davidson whitney cummings Tom Papa, Omi Jalili, Maz Jabrani, Eric Griffin, Angelo Sarukas, Kirk Fox was with us. It was a really cool, eclectic group of comics who all came back and they were like, oh, Ahmed was right. right there's right. hot chicks, <laughs> there's great restaurants, there's nightclubs, you can drink till four in the morning. You know, it's, it's, we came back alive, we're we came all back fine. Alive, <laughs> alive. Yes, and, yes. and, you know, and technically, you know, aside from cultural and religious differences, they're just like us. Yeah. Hence the title of my movie. So, I had gotten uh, in a situation where I did a joke about a mosque and a nightclub across the street from each other in oh, Dubai. I see. Yeah, yeah. And it ended up on YouTube, and there was this a producer. It's a long. We don't. We only have <laughs> right, twenty six right. minutes. But basically, this guy had it out for me, and he, and he took the clip down to the authorities, and he said, "Look at this guy making fun of Dubai." Oh, I see. Now this is ten years ago. 
So they banned me for a year. I was banned. Oh, just a year. That's not bad. No, I got banned for a year. You know, that's not bad. Now I couldn't perform public shows, but I could come in and perform in uh, private shows. I was getting booked weirdly to do you know these private events. They fly me out. I show up. It's like forty Arabs and their wives drinking, you know, whiskey and smoking cigars at the Four Seasons. And then one of the the organizers like, "Is it true you're abandoned, Dubai?" And you're in Yeah, and I was like I was like, yeah, is that, just you know, is maybe this? don't talk about that no. while I'm in Dubai. Yeah. Well no, then he would say oh, that's so fucking cool. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Who gets banned in Dubai? Anyway, this is private, say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> right, right, right. So so I was able to do the, like I did probably like seven or eight of those in, in a year and I made a bunch of money and made wow. some great contacts. And then they lifted the ban a year later because I hosted this comedy convention there that's really cool that's a dope story that reminds me of, uh, that reminds me of the Jay-Z line uh, I think it's the fourth album when he says uh, they're saying I can't come back home you know when I heard that when I was back home oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. that's amazing well, and, you went and performed so I was starting a, a comedy night there and yeah, yeah. Rashid El Habtour who owns the right. uh, Habtour uh, Grand, Grand Resort Beach Resort Hotel we were trying to do a little comedy night in one of the restaurants, and he said, send me two comedians. Yeah, and I was there with Whitney. Whitney Cummings. Yeah, sat next to Whitney um, on a way, I think there and back. Here's how long ago it was. I We went, I forget what airline, I think it was Delta, or whatever it was, I had I had amassed enough miles to be like... Upgrade? Uh, like, uh, you know, yeah, like... Um, premium. You know, premium, premium or whatever. Business class. Two inches. So when we were checking in, Whitney had to like like go to that line it was like wait and i went to the fast line and i actually got her to go with me and i was like listen i'm premium she's not it's cool i'll take can care you, of you can we grow <laughs> up you know what i'm saying and on her way back i remember watching she watched twilight next to me and you know we're, we're so cool yeah. and i remember she was watching twilight and i don't think i'm diamond on her but she cried like <laughs> just, <laughs> which I, think, I guess is a woman thing to do when you're watching twilight. we're gonna have to get her here to do twilight yeah i started See if she breaks down i started watching twilight and i cried so i turned it off good move no i cried because it was so bad <laughs> oh, okay okay yeah. <laughs> i was like really i wasted my time watching <laughs> and i went with i went there with whitney and amy schumer so i tell was she there? Um, this is a different time, I think. Oh, okay. And um, and I tell white uh, comedians, female comedians, if you want to blow up, you <laughs> Just have to go, go to, Dubai to Dubai with, with me. me. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's, a, it's yeah. like a good luck Chuck thing. I, yeah, I get absolutely, yeah, absolutely. They, they, they rub your shoulder three times, sit on an 18-hour flight, right. perform in front of strangers in Dubai, next thing you know, they're famous. <laughs> yeah. I'd both, say it's a cases, fair deal. I cases. feel like that's a fair deal. And that time we went, when I performed for uh, the Hop Tour guys, we uh, did a show at... Um, the polo match. That's right, because he's a big, he's crazy. a big polo. Yeah, he loves polo, and they they like flying. He's good at it too. Yeah, they're pretty good, and they they they. It was them and some Ar- Argentinians, I think. Probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because he used to. I I saw him recently, and I was like, "How's your polo?" He, he owns a polo team, mm. and he's like, "I fired all of them." <laughs> <laughs> I go, I go, why these Argentinians, man? I just they can't. Hey, well, you don't win any. I got the rid of the horses. I'm, you know. He fired the horses <laughs> too. He fired the horses. Fucking everybody. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's great. amazing. That's amazing. Oh man. So what, what's uh, what's going on lately? What have you been up to? Man, you know, I'm I'm actually trying to do some stuff in Dubai. I'm going back. I've been. I was there several times last year doing stand up comedy. They had the first ever comedy festival there. I hosted some corporate events. I did something for Esquire magazine Middle East. Uh, I 
was pitching some TV show ideas out there that are, you know, hopefully nice. knock on wood are looking promising and and just kind of want to do a little bit more business there. I feel like there's that market's still untapped. There's a lot, you know, media has kind of opened up a little bit more over there. Yeah. Um, with like, like they're doing the first Saturday Night Live Middle East. Oh, wow. So they're doing SNL. They're, they're taping it in Egypt and then airing it across the nation. So basically it's SNL with, you know, in Arabic. <laughs> oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah, so you can imagine the jokes are going to fly with that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's that. And then um, I have some stuff that I'm writing. I'm, I'm pitching some TV show ideas that I think are really funny and promising here here in the U.S. I, um, I wrote this script, co-wrote it with a buddy of mine called Google Me. And it's about an Arab terrorist and an Arab comedian that are ruining each other's lives. So they go to find each other. Right. And um, and then mayhem ensues. <laughs> a, a comedian and a terrorist. Do they have the same name? Yeah. Or? It's, oh, okay. it's based on a joke that I do. I do. I a, after 9-11, I was, I was getting, I still do. I get popped at the airports because my name's Ahmed Ahmed. Yeah. It's like I can't even fly. Is that, do people not like that? Is yeah, that I, 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 I can't even fly a fucking kite in this country anymore <laughs> with that name. So every time I've traveled, I always get like detained or profiled or arrested. And it's normally when I come back into the U.S. from a different country or whatever, you know. Like, yeah. What were you doing, you know? And so I found out that my name matches the name of this terrorist. I Googled him. If you Google Ahmed Ahmed, you'll see I'm on the FBI's most wanted list. And the oh. guy fucking looks like me, kind of. Whoa. And then and his two al aliases, the first two are Ahmed Ahmed and Ahmed the Egyptian. So I'm like, motherfucker. You know, I, I want to find this cat. You know, he's ruining my life. And then right. I thought to myself, maybe he's in the Middle East, you know, Googling himself. And I pop up, hey, but oh, <laughs> yeah, there's this comedian yeah. in America. Uh, who is this right, motherfucker? Right. Nobody's he's using my seriously? name. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, like, right. Like kids walk up to him. Hey, I yeah, saw yeah. you on YouTube. You had a so funny. He's like, I'm not the fucking comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I am to be feared. So his yeah. So his frustration builds in, in in the in the Middle East, and my frustration builds in the in the West because I keep getting right. popped for him. Yeah. And so we 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 go to find each other. Oh, that's that's gold right there. And, that's uh, that's and comedic so, gold. Oh, dude, it's it, it, the movie wrote itself. You know, because I wrote that joke like well, probably fifteen years ago, and then and I, I had the original concept of the I had written the um, movie with with Eric Griffin actually. Oh, nice. Uh, who's, in, who's on Workaholic, old friend of mine. And um, we just thought it'd be funny. And so we, you know, did a play on the joke. We sort of hashed it out into a script. The script's been rewritten several times, but now we have it down to a tight, right, like, right. 100 pages. And it's nice. a, it's really, I think, funny and well-told. It's very timely, too, with what's happening right now, yeah. you know, um, in the world and, and <clears throat> you know, in America and with this election coming up. And, you know, this, not to get off the topic, but... Donald Trump, you know, a part of me's like, Crazy. man, he's gonna fuck this whole thing up, and another part of me's like, th th he's comedic gold. Yeah, this yeah. is like President Bush on steroids. Yeah, as, yeah. A, as a comedian, you, you well, you're it's like, a, well, they're already you enjoy you there. enjoy yeah. the lead up to it, but th we're getting to that point where we're like, all right, this should probably be over now, right? <laughs> right. Like we're all a little worried <laughs> that like mm, shit. In years past, when some fucking maniac runs, he usually he's crapped out by now. You know how bad he is. Dick Cheney reprimanded him. I know. Like and, wow. and everybody was when like, Dick Cheney's like, Cheney's hey, uh, you're right. out of line. Yeah. It's like, yeah, really? You have a war criminal, uh, and everybody was agreeing with Cheney. They're like, "Dude, he's got a point. You're got a point. you're fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pump the brakes." Right. It's insane. Let's uh, let's get into the movie this week. Oh yeah, 
Let's classic. do it. Okay. It is an absolute classic from 1990. It's Goodfellas, directed by Martin Scorsese, starring Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, and Lorraine Bracco. Fuck yeah. Uh, fuck yeah is right, dude. First of all, <laughs> thank you for picking this movie. Awesome film, Because that man. was your call, right? Man. Sometimes I, we let the guests pick. Sometimes we just force some shit on them. I appreciate you letting me pick the movie. I I'll can't believe you. we didn't do this movie yet. Well, really? I'm we, the first well, guy? We, we'd, never, we'd never done this one. This yeah. is uh, just, fuck, it's one of the best movies ever. It's, it's, it's I think one of the most quoted films ever. Oh Absolutely. yeah! Sometimes Absolutely. when I rewatch it, I forget how much pop culture shit came oh. from it. Oh, so many rap records so, too. Yeah. Well, so yeah. I was in South Africa for seven weeks mm. doing this comedy tour. I think you did at the Nando's Comedy Festival or whatever. Maybe did. I've been at a bunch. I don't know if I did the Nando's. So, so it was Durban, Johannesburg, and South Africa. This was like 2009, and I'm with Trevor Noah, uh, Dean Edwards, Kira Sultanovich. This Afri- uh, South African local guy named Louisa, uh, Go- Louisa. Oh, Gola I know you're talking about. Yeah, and Angelo Sarukas. Mm-hmm. Did I say Angelo Sarukas? Yes, Angelo Sarukas. So we were watching Goodfellas all the time for some reason. We just would pop it in, just whenever in our hotel room, we're on a you know laptop, and we just and it got to the point where we had a running joke where we were backstage and we were all listening to each other's sets while while the other comics on stage, and we had to incorporate that line where De Niro. <clears throat> remember when um, they're all at the dinner table and mm-hmm. Joe Pesci's like, hey, Ma, can I use this knife? You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like, what do you do? What do you need? He's like, we ran over this, you know, the deer, this poor little deer. And, uh, yeah. His, right. his, you know, I got I to cut it all, you know, <laughs> and his poor thing, his, his paw, what do you call that thing? And De Niro's eating and he goes, the hoof. The hoof. Yeah, yeah right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it was the hoof. And he felt like he was very proud of that. And he's he was like, like, he looks at the mind. The word you're looking this for. Is delicious. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. so we everybody had to say it was the hoof in their act. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. But nobody in the audience got the reference. But you can hear comedians backstage right, snickering right. and laughing. <laughs> the audience was, Why are they talking about the hoof? <laughs> <laughs> what is a hoof? It's, a, it's just called the paw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. This, so, I mean, this fun movie. Uh, it's just like top to bottom. This movie. Th- when you look back and and you realize like only Joe Pesci won. An Oscar for this movie. That's right. And well, that's, wasn't wasn't Ray Liotta nominated? No, he wasn't nominated. I think De Niro was. De Niro nominated, was nominated, yeah. but no Best Picture, no Best Director. That, I thought that should have got Best. I remember walking oh. out of that movie. I remember the first time I went to the movie theaters, and I walked out of that movie looking over my shoulder. Right, right. Like thinking like I was going to get whacked out of the movie theater. And and you know what's great about it is that like when I'm watching it, as as we ascend and we do our own projects, you know, you want a project that. Each scene is a self-contained mm-hmm. thing. It connects to the other scenes. But it's like little movies within a yeah, movie. You yeah, you can watch that scene with, without knowing what happened before right. or after and enjoy it. Well, that's, you know, it's funny you used to say that because, like, there'll be times when I was just, fl- you know, flicking through the channels and AMC pops up and Goodfellas is on and it's, right. like, halfway through the movie. And I'm like, ah, man, this is, you know, I just pick up, you know, you can just, you can just ride that wave wherever, right, they're, wherever right. they're showing it. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's just, uh, and Leota was so important in this movie because he's like the, like, he's us, right? Even though he's a bad guy, he's, he, he was the grounded character. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's the one that like, when someone gets shot in the face, everyone else is just talking, laughing. Yeah, yeah. He, And he's like, he's, what he the fuck horrified. are you doing? Right. Like, yeah. we would be. Yeah. Well, he, he is such a perfect character in this movie. Cause like, if you really look at it, like he's a shitty guy, he does shitty things. Uh, he cheats on his wife constantly. He does is, blow, he's, sells yeah, blow. He does, he's way into drugs. He eventually uh, backstabs all of his friends, but you're still kind of like, 
I'm glad he got away. Oh, like, yeah. This guy, yeah. there's just something about that character that is like, you're rooting for him the whole time, even though everything he does is scummy as hell. You know Absolutely. why? Because he's white. <laughs> <laughs> white people can get away with everything. Right. We really can. <laughs> Thank you, TK. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who... So, all right, best picture this year, that year Are was... Was Dances with Wolves. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. yeah, I guess. Fuck Dances with Wolves, guys. I don't guess. <laughs> yeah, <That's>, right. <laughs> that is slow, boring. Well, what I love about uh, Goodfellas, too, is the amount of years that they cover, and it's mm-hmm. still not a slow movie at all. Oh, no, it, it moves, man. You never, you're never bored watching Goodfellas. Yeah, I mean, not that... There's no point in this movie except if you... The actor who played uh, Ray Liotta's character in the beginning... Mm-hmm. But at no point does Ray Liotta look 21 in this movie. No, 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 no. that was the only. That <laughs> well, was, neither does fucking uh, De Niro when he's first he's introduced. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, he's pretty old. <laughs> yeah, that was. I guess that was the only part of the movie where I was like, uh, well, I mean, Joe Pesci too. Age. When they first introduced Joe Pesci, he's supposed to be this like he's Young he comes punk. up with Ray Liotta, and they're both right. like, uh, both these guys look 40 already. Right, right. right. <laughs> it's a tough life, though. Yeah, man, yeah. it wears down on you. You got to kill people every other day if you're fucking Joe yeah. Pesci. <laughs> is there, like, thank God he won for this movie because if nothing else, like, he is just unreal how much he gets. Like, I don't know if I've ever seen a movie character that makes me more uncomfortable. In oh, every yeah. Scene. I mean, the I, for, the best, I, for me, the best scene in the whole movie was when they're having, uh, they're finishing dinner and they're kind of laughing and, 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 uh, Joe Pesci's telling this joke and Ray Liotta's like laughing out loud and yeah, he, yeah. he goes into this whole thing like what's so funny what do you think what, what, oh yeah like the most famous thing from this am I a clown am I clown what, funny am, I how? To, what am I here to fucking oh. amuse you and, and he's it, like, yeah, hey, hey, and, and everyone's laughing the whole like prior well, to that. I remember oh, yeah, when I was, was when I was in the movie theater and I saw that I was watching that scene in the movie. I I got like super nervous. I was like, because he because they set up his character like such a badass. Right, like right. he's gonna turn on his friend. Yeah, he's just so crazy volatile that you're. But like, then when he breaks the ice and starts laughing, I'm like. Whew. But even when he does, you're sort of like, I don't think he was kidding. I, I think I up think until that moment, yeah. he was oh, yeah, about yeah. to kill you, and kidding. then he just decided not to. Well, what, what about when he shoots Spider? Oh, my uh, God. And he's remember? such a dick about, about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the shovel. I'll dig the damn hole. He's right, like, never, what do you want? What do you want? It, it was a fucking accident. Yeah. <laughs> I, never do it. I, never, I never dug a hole. Yeah, first exactly. Time, that's not the first he's time like, I He's such a fucking contradictory asshole when people get mad at him. Like, he shoots a kid in the foot. And he's just like, what do you fucking want? It was an accident. Oh, and they're just like, well, walking dude, around I mean, life with no accountability. And then next scene just kills him and, and is like sort of like everybody else is in the wrong right. about it. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, always pointing the finger. My ex-girlfriend used to do that. I'm not, well, I'm glad <laughs> a, that is a rough comparison. Just always, always pointing the finger, never taking accountability. Right, right. You know, the, you know what? I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I just love also the moment where he, uh, Joe Pesci, is so good in this. Even in that tiny moment where he realizes that he's about to be killed, he thinks he's going to, mm, he, he's going to get, get made. Yeah. And he just looks around. And he just goes, Oh, oh fuck, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, remember, do you remember the scene in the movie where he goes on the double date with Ray Liotta and his girl is like. Talking about Nat King Cole. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, no, no, not Nat King Cole. He's uh, Sammy Davis. Sammy, Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, but yeah. he says the Nat King Cole thing. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. So I don't know if I want to make sure I'm kissing Nat King Cole over here. He's a fucking <laughs> absolute monster, but he's so engaging. Right. Even in the scene where uh, where Henry Hill stands up, uh, uh, what's her name, Karen, on the double date. Mm-hmm. So it's just Joe Pesci, his girl, 
and Lorraine Bracco sitting there, and he's just fucking cutting his meal, eating, his food. eating like a champ, and he's like, I don't know what happened. He said okay. he was really into you. He's been talking about yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fucking shame. She's just sitting there, like what devastated. What, what, are you, what, are you, what are you walking out of here for? What are you, what are you walking out of here like a, like a bunch of bumps? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Not a bunch of bumps. It's just sort of like, uh, I guess because he's short, too. It's just, he is... He lives in all of us, though. If you feel like that, well, his, he's just his, this angry his, little dude with that, something like, to prove. His career turned a corner when he did that Snickers commercial. Have you guys, have you guys oh, seen that? Oh yeah, yeah. With the uh, you know when like the, the, the it's always an angry like weird character, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like it cuts to them like being a softy because they had right, a Snickers right. bar. Yeah, that was great. And then he was terrifying in this man. I mean, but I guess he was in Lethal Weapon. That was mm-hmm. more he had a great thing. career. I mean, what I, I mean, I'm curious as to know like what. Yeah, I don't Why? know if I, I, I have to imagine he kind of decided to scale it back because nobody was like, we're sick of Joe Pesci. Like, he was always fucking great. Well, it could have been that or it could have been, you know, people, you know, I always hear stories about how actors are difficult and stuff. Right, so maybe, right. You know, it could just be that. Well, he could have been like like a guy who took real good care of himself. Yeah. So, like, even when Saved we met money. him, he was 50. Right? Yeah. You know he I mean? just started out real old. <laughs> right. He might have. I Honestly, I have no idea how old Joe, Joe Pesci yeah. is today. And even I if you look it up, it. you don't know if it's accurate. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to tell. It's like a Dominican baseball player, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you got to give or take five to ten years right. on just either side. Know. You never know. He's he's timeless. Yeah, absolutely. And th- this movie's so dope. It's just... But the cars... You almost wish you lived in this time period, but... Oh yeah, dude. How well, I'm like, I don't know if I would want to have been there. This is one of those know. movies too that did, they did a perfect job uh, with the time period and the soundtrack. Yeah, like oh, having dude, the these beautiful songs yeah. in the like the the Layla piano mm-hmm. exit while like everyone is being Getting brutally rocked, murdered. Yeah. I, there's like that's just one of the best scenes you will ever see in your life. And when the, and the, speaking of that, the other scene in this movie where it's the one long shot. Yeah. where Ray Liotta's taking Lorraine Bracco uh, into date. the restaurant. That's a great shot. And a lot it's of, like a lot the of, old doo-wop music. It's fucking amazing. And a lot of filmmakers stole that. Oh, yeah, know? yeah. I mean, I think, you know, Scorsese probably took it from another movie. I'm well. sure, yeah. but I mean, it was just such a, like, Aretha Franklin. twisting, turning, like, I still don't really know how they did that so perfectly. Yeah. But I think with all that stuff, and none of it, Some sometimes a director does things and you kind of, like, feel them. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't even you notice that. He, he doesn't, he doesn't upstage the story or the. Not at all. No, yeah. You don't really notice how long that one shot is unless you're thinking about it. Right, right. Well, you know who who does that now is that uh, the guy who directed Birdman and Gravity. Uh, yeah, Inarritu. Oh we, yeah, yeah. We just did The Revenant a couple yeah. weeks ago, and yeah, he, awesome he does. Film. He's all about those long. Oh, by the way, shots. Before I forget, do you remember uh, Samuel Jackson's part? Yeah, mm. he had an almost full Stacks. head of hair. <laughs> Stacks, man, you're always late. He, <laughs> he was another dude that when I saw him in this, I'm like, how old was he in this? I have no idea. He must have been like early 40s. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. maybe. Late 30s. He looked and, young. And you know, he's officially now, the uh, his movies have grossed more money than any, any other actor. He passed uh, Harrison Ford. Wow. Really? Well, it's not, not, not you know, not movies he starred in, but yeah, remember yeah, but he's been in movies every that he's movie in. he's been yeah. in. Well, because well, he's he in have, every movie. Exactly. Right. Especially around this time, too. Like, mm. around the time of Goodfellas is when he started to pop up in, like, every good Everything, movie. Yeah. Even in a small part. He was always there. Yeah. He just showed up on set. He was like, mm, I'm yeah. here. And I, I love, I love that these guys went and bought all this stuff. Oh, and, the, the fucking and the dopiest way, motherfuckers. Take him back. When he's punking him in front of your wife, in front yeah. of his wife. Oh, it's just, yeah, uh, yeah. But it's so priceless when you realize that like the biggest heist 
in American history was carried out by these fucking mopes who like <laughs> right, just right. went out and bought a bunch of shit. Like didn't it was it was honestly just a very easy, yeah. well set up robbery mm-hmm. yeah. that they just walked in and walked out with six million dollars. And yeah. this and I, what I like about this movie, I think this was maybe one of the first gangster movies where it's like the mob, but not not romanticized. You know, like it was fun. Yeah. It was cool, but it it showed the dark side in a dark way. Well, that's true. Yeah. Everyone, everyone wasn't super honorable. And, well, okay, you know. so like Godfather, which obviously is a classic and epic film, and one of my favorites. You know, the difference between like a Godfather and a Goodfellas. You know, obviously Goodfellas is up to date, but um, and more current, I guess. But it was funny. It yeah, was. That's true. Well, it was yeah. more of a. They it was were, more of a movie. But they. But you know, Scorsese was able to, and I guess direct his actors in such a way and cut it. I mean, it was. I remember laughing a lot in the in the. You know, yeah. whenever I watch Goodfellas, it's always like a funny thing because for you know, sure, I wh- do. Whereas I, Godfather had a very sort very of melodramatic. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a great somber, point. Like, no, that's mm-hmm. that's exactly what I like. Where I thought you were going with that, like Goodfellas was kind of the first mob movie where it was kind of like, hip. Yeah, and <laughs> cool. they just they just like it was it meant to make you laugh in moments. It was also meant to terrify. You, well, you in like a moment you immediately needed that after, after that yeah. yeah and but it also yeah. it, it made it made mobsters like i mean i hate to say this but it, they it, they look cool you know it made it look like it was a cool gig you know the, yeah. the way was, they dressed and the cars they drove and the women they had and the nightlife and the yeah all the little it was definitely more of the glamorous side of it mm-hmm. than the godfather right which was more of like the just the darkness of it sure Let's uh, let's launch into these games while we still have a little bit of time. Uh, each week it. we do a handful of questions about the movie in particular. Uh, let's start off with Old Faithful here. Make a drinking game out of it. So every time something repetitive happens, uh, you take a drink. I'll I'll lead this one off. Uh, I kind of already mentioned it. Just take a drink every time you take. Like you get the sense that Joe Pesci is about to fucking ruin somebody's life. That's a like good just when game. you just feel dread when you know it's uh, like even still when he kills Spider. Um, it's like devastating. Yeah, he's I mean, just this fucking kid, and as soon as he yeah. says, "You know what, Tommy, go fuck yourself," you're like, "Nah, that's it." But you're the crazy dead. thing is, yeah, <laughs> when when De Niro, uh, De Niro's character eggs him on. And then he says, he, he then he goes, I didn't mean kill him. What do you think he was going to do? That's what he does. Everybody does that. Everybody does that in this movie. They're like, I was just joking around. You cannot joke with this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is a sociopath. Stop joking around with him. Yeah, uh, mine is. Uh, I don't like this movie's great, and but it was weird to me uh, when whenever the wife narrates because that seems to be like mm-hmm. I, I just want one narrator, you know. Yeah, and that got a little. It, it is. It, that's one thing that I think looking back that a lot of people are like, man, this is it's heavy on narration, like yeah, really yeah. heavy, and, and it gets away with that because I think it was one of the first movies to do it so much. Well, they, I thought is, they did it well. I mean, it was done. It, it, it like, was, usually yeah, people and, look at movies with that that much narration explaining shit to you, and you're like, yeah, that's an easy yeah. way out. But this somehow gets away with Unless it. Unless it was the testimony, like, supposed to be the the, the testimony mm-hmm. before we know what's going to happen. Right. Like, what they were saying to the it was right. It was nice getting in their heads a little bit, though, and explaining, like, because, you, you know, an average person is like, how the fuck do you wind up in the mafia? That's right. not a thing that happens. Right. But they're explaining literally, like, yeah. well, this is what happened. I looked out my window as a kid, and this is what this I is saw. This is what I saw, yeah. So I think it helped in that way. What do you think? My my, uh, my drinking game would be uh, every time somebody says fuck. There you go. Because you'll just get <laughs> wasted. Yes. Yeah. This has to, <laughs> they be, say fuck this so has to be high up on the, on the record for, like, <laughs> right. most fucks in a movie, uh, right? Like, I sure. think Tarantino probably blew it out of the water since. But, but you know, yeah. Matt, if you're going to do that, I think you have to say, like, take a sip every time. Or, <laughs> like just an eyedropper. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
take a tiny yeah, drop. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a dab. <laughs> You'll still let's, get drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, let's take a life lesson from it. This is this is definitely uh, a movie you want to you know base your your philosophy on life. Uh, I would say uh, jail. Jail doesn't sound that bad. Sounds kind of delicious. Their jail was pretty. Their dope. jail was amazing. Mm, Plus, yeah. I got to be honest. I actually took the. Uh, the garlic slicing thing from this movie the first yeah, time. Yeah, I, I stole saw, that. I, like, I stole that too. And it totally works. That's yeah. the best tip you can get from this movie. Yeah, that's that. This movie probably like spawned a lot of cooking shows. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should have that. They should have like a mafia yeah, yeah. cooking show from jail. Oh, that'd be a that's an amazing Paul idea. Sorbino. You need to write that down. You know what? That's <laughs> a good idea. You need to write that down seriously. Oh, I will. Convict, uh, convicts <laughs> who cook. Yeah. <laughs> um. Cooking with what you got from, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I say always ask, my lesson is always ask if being funny is a good thing before you call someone funny. Like, I think it's very important <laughs> mm. to know yeah. what, what this, like, any person's relationship with funny. Like, yeah. It is so funny, though. <laughs> like, that he is clearly telling a funny story, trying to be funny, and then he fucking attacks him. Yeah. yeah. But even the guy <laughs> that like, I'm not funny. Like, dude, I mean, you're obviously funny. That's not even subjective. Everyone can see that. He's just, and that's what makes him so terrifying, is that he looks his one of his best friends right in the face, yeah. and he's like, "I might kill you right now." Yeah, maybe he should have said, me "Funny." Maybe he should have said, "You're a great storyteller." Yeah. So what do you mean? I tell how what I tell stories? <laughs> what am I? What are you? <laughs> right. Yeah, there was nothing he could have said in that moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't have worked out. What do you think, Ahmed? What's your life lesson? Uh, well, when we were talking about this earlier. I'll rat on your friends. Absolutely, rat right. Oh man, he's the he, only guy who gets out. He like, got away. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's he, an interesting life lesson. And, I mean, you don't want to live that post life that he's yeah. living in fear it and always funny. hiding. If, but if, if you've ever seen like the got away. The, uh, the interviews with uh, real life Henry Hill later yeah. on, he's like, yeah, he got away, but he was also like. Real life fucking sucks. <laughs> He's like, I had to be a regular dude. dude I had yeah. to work for my money. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. And well, I think he eventually wound up in jail for something else. Well, it's at like the end, the, at the end of the so movie. He's like, yeah, but yeah. And then and then at the end of the movie, Ray Liotta says, "I'm just a normal guy now. I order I order pasta. It comes with ketchup." Yeah, you know, but like, he's like broken hearted by that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like, oh, that's <laughs> that's, that's like, dude, what most right. people just do. Yeah, yeah, that's that's middle America. Yeah, <laughs> let's uh, let's squeeze this last one in here. Um, if you, so if you had to join any of the known mafias, and I assume by that you mean like, uh, you know, Russian mob, Italian mob, like right, that. Right, okay. Right, right, right. So any of the known mafias, what, which one would you pick and why? Why don't you lead this uh, one? Off, okay, it's sort of a weird question because I, I don't know enough about any mafia to really. <laughs> yeah, but which one? <laughs> appe- just say it's like yeah. uh, it's a college. Yeah, which yeah. one appeals to you most on the surface? I went with the uh, yakuza. Yeah. Uh, mainly because I like saying yakuza. It's also, pretty cool. It's pretty cool because I think. <laughs> I think they'd find a job suitable to my skill set. Like, I think that's how it seems like from the outside looking in, they're not going to ask me to whack people. Like, they'll <laughs> ask me to do what it is I can do. And also, uh, Japanese restaurants, because it was between that and the, the, uh, the triads or the, the triads, the mm-hmm. Chinese one. But Chinese places stay open late. Japanese places close early, restaurants. And uh, if I'm in the Yakuza, I think I know all the uh, late night spots. Mm-hmm. Or I can make restaurants reopen. And I think that's kind of cool to be. To so it's mostly based around the food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a smart way to decide when really we don't know shit about any mafia. Yeah, so it's just sort of just like go for the good food. Like um, I want to be able to say I can get Japanese food at two in the morning. No, you can't. No one can. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine is. Uh, so even though I I'm Irish, I, I have to go Italian mob purely based on how much they hang out outside stores in mm. sweatsuits. <laughs> I just think, like, I could get into that. 
I could get on board with that. I'm not a violent guy. I don't want to kill. I'll just be the guy, like the guy who gets fat and just sits at a folding table all day. Right. You, you're like you're the guy who seconds what the other guy says. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just nodding in the background yeah, when somebody yeah. like decrees in the right, order. Right. <laughs> I like. I don't, don't want to be. I want to be one of the guys in this movie who's uncredited. Right. But he makes it. He doesn't die. He doesn't die. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Ahmed? Why don't you close it down for us? Uh, I think if I were to join any mafia, I would probably join the gay mafia. The gay mafia. Interesting. They run Hollywood. <laughs> that is a good point. And, and if you don't it's believe been that. It's been confirmed here on movie night. The gay mafia is real. Anyway, I'm here for uh, children's parties and right, bar mitzvahs. Right. <laughs> That's great. Like YouTube, YouTube is always talking about... Every other, maybe it's just my YouTube. Where, where I, the, the section you watch, of YouTube. You watch I'm one in. gay mafia video, and right. that's all they recommend Next for you. Thing you know. <laughs> it's that and the Illuminati. Just gay mafia and Illuminati videos. Uh, hey. It always starts with one finger. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> However you want to interpret that. Oh, that right. Just a click of a button takes one finger. <laughs> I think we all interpreted it another way. <laughs> that is as good a note to end on as any. Uh, Ahmed, dude, thanks so much for being thanks, here, man. man. You guys are awesome, man. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Thanks for being here. Uh, tell everybody where to find you online, uh, anything you want to promote. Uh, I have a website. It's AhmedAhmed.com, A-H-M-E-D, twice. The comedian, not the terrorist. Um I'm on Twitter at Ahmed Comedy. That's also my Instagram, and I'm on Facebook Ahmed Ahmed. And oh, I'll be at the um, what's gonna call it? Scottsdale, uh, Arizona Laugh Factory. Okay. Thank uh, Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day weekend. So oh, nice. February 11th through the 14th. Yeah, so that'll be what when this comes out, he'll be there. So if yeah. you're in that area, check and then, it out. Uh, Vegas Laugh Factory at the Tropicana, February 15th to the 21st. If you're in Vegas or want to come out. Boom. Nice. Um, <clears throat> DwaynePerkins.com is the website. Uh, I'll be in, uh, when this comes out, I'll be in Illinois doing a show in Mundelein, Mundelein, Illinois. If you're near there, come swing by. Um, and in uh, end of the month, I'm in Canada a lot. So check me out. Port Credit, uh, Kitchener, Burlington, doing uh, various comedy festivals. Fun. Check them out, guys. I'm at TK Kelly Comedy on Twitter. Uh, come out to The Virgil the last Tuesday of every month for Warp Zone Comedy. And in April, I'll, I'll be doing two weekends down in San Diego. So if you're in that area, come check it out. Uh, follow us, actually, also on Twitter, at Movie Nightcast. Send us some movie suggestions, some game ideas, whatever you guys feel like sending our way. Ahmed, thanks for being here again, man. Thanks, guys. It was awesome. Thank Tune you, in man. next week, guys. You've been listening to Movie Night with Dwayne Perkins and TK Kelly. Be sure to like them on Facebook. Just search for Movie Night Podcast Show. And follow them on Twitter. Just search for at Movie Nightcast.